Welcome to the Beach Catholic Podcast. We've got a great show for you today. Uh, Today we're going to be answering one of your questions. And to do so, as usual, I've got Father Brian Barr with me. How are you, Father? I'm good. How are you doing, Lorenz? Good, thanks. Uh, So it's been a couple of weeks since we've answered a listener question. Uh, So let's jump right into one. Uh, I feel like it's a question everybody can relate to. Uh, So this listener asks, how do you get your family back to church when they will not participate on any level uh father i can only imagine that you must get this question all the time from parishioners right i do i do get it a lot kind of unfortunately to be honest um yeah i just get i speak to people pretty regularly uh very often it's parents uh, of you know adult kids at this point who you know, their their kids are just not going to church. They've got uh, they may have three or four kids, and you know, one of them goes to mass, and the other two uh, either sometimes or never. Um, some ca- other cases, it's you know, their kids haven't even been baptized. So it's a uh, so they're really struggling with it. These these older parents because they're just wondering like what the what happened. I um, very often they'll then sort of describe their family life and and their faith life in terms of the family over a bunch of years where they just they said yeah you know we we went to mass all the time it was it was a part of our lives our kids were involved in you know youth ministry religious ed maybe the the school in the parish and uh somewhere along the way they just they got disconnected and and now they're just sort of not they're not on board um so yes yeah it's a it's a it's, it's i hear it a lot and and I think it's a real, it's a it's a great question because it's a it's a giant question. Now let's just clarify: when you say kids, you don't you don't just necessarily mean kids. I mean you, you mean children. Uh, I mean like uh, people's children and uh, adult children as well. I mean that's right. Uh, it's, that's it's, right. It's no shocker that um, you know the the pews are, are much emptier than they were years ago. Um, from from your experience, I mean, what do you hear is 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 the reason most say why they've stopped coming to mass or why they say their children have stopped coming to mass? Well, I guess, I mean, what you hear a lot of times is they, they feel, um, if they're going to answer the question, a lot of times I think it's like, well, they just don't, they're not really getting much out of it. You know, it's very much, it's sort of a, they kind of, comp- they approach it as, in a, from a very, almost like a consumer, uh, perspective. Like, what am I getting? Like, it's a product that I'm, I, if I'm going to show up for, I want to get something out of it, and uh, which I don't think is completely illegitimate. Um, we do, we do go to mass. We 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 participate in the Eucharist to be fed and hopefully to be inspired and to be challenged. So I, you know, people have a right to want to get inspiration and get challenge and get nourishment from being there. Um, so I think at times there's validity to that point. I think sometimes, though, this sort of the consumer thing is, is too much. It's like, okay, well, this isn't just about getting something. It's also I need to be a part of this. I need to enter into this experience. I need to become more part of the community. Um, I need to give. You know, it's not just about getting. It's a, it, it is kind of a, it is a give and take thing. So I think sometimes what you got going there is just a maybe a limited understanding of w- what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be a, you know, a participating, and practicing member of a of, of a parish. Um, you know, I, I think too it, it's you know, what is it? You know, you got people who 
who have just made other things in their lives quite honestly more important. Um, they wouldn't say the church is unimportant or the Eucharist doesn't matter. It's just that other things have kind of taken priority. And um, people just seem to, they talk about busyness on a regular basis. So their, their lives are busy. We're running everywhere. Um, I think, you know, parental expectations now of how you relate to your kids and, and getting your kids to places and then being involved in multiple projects, multiple teams, a bunch of different sports at the same time, lots of extracurricular stuff, you know, and again, all of which on the surface is good. Like, who's against any of those things? I just think it comes down to the question of priority. Like, when, it be, when those things become most important, then faith, church, parish, sacraments, they just kind of take a back seat. Um, so that's part of our challenge today, I think. Absolutely. Well, uh, let me ask you this, Father. I, I mean, like we said, there are different age groups that we're talking about. How do we bring, uh, how do we get my kid kids back? How do we get my adult children back? Um, mm -hmm. I mean, people can even ask, you know, I'm a grandparent, but neither generations below me are coming. So right, my kids right. aren't coming, and which means that their kids aren't coming. So do you feel like the answer to this question, or, or at least the approach to this question, varies based on circumstance? Like, for example, how old exactly are we talking about? What what kind of family are we talking about? Is it kids? Is it grandkids? Right. Is it both? I mean, your, your totally. answer's well, got to change depending on who it yeah, is. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, I, I, for sure. I think, uh, and hey, this is my opinion, you know, and I don't have kids, obviously, so, you know, you may, parents who are listening here may, may not really uh, buy what I'm saying, but... I guess I'm speaking here from my experience as uh, growing up in my family, where going to, going to mass wasn't it wasn't an it wasn't a question. It wasn't like can you know are we going this week or not, or can I uh, be excused from going this week or not? That was just was never even a possibility. You know, when I was 12 or 13, I I, I probably kind of resented it. Uh, now, as, as an adult, I'm grateful for it. I mean, I'm forever grateful for it. So I think first point would be, hey, well, I think when you're talking about young kids, it's like you got to go to mass. <laughs> you got to go to mass. I, I'll, I'll talk to parents at times or they'll, sometimes even in passing, they'll say, you know, he doesn't want to go. You know, he's 12, he's 14, he's 15, he doesn't want to go. It's, it's like a battle every Sunday morning to go. And, and I just kind of can't be, I can't be bothered. Well, you know what? You, you better get bothered because that's I think that's your job as a parent uh, to, 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 to raise your kid with a strong faith foundation. And if, and if you're just if mom or dad is just saying, I'm not up for that fight. Well, you just surrender something that should never be surrendered. Um, I said this the other day at mass, you know, if you're if you're 12 year old or your 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 high school sophomore said, Ma, I'm not going to mass. I don't I'm not going to school anymore. I hate school. I don't get anything out of it. Uh, I'm bored at it. I don't want to go. Like, well, you know, mom or dad would listen for a second and probably laugh and then just say, um, we're not even talking about this. You're going, to, you're going to school. You have to go to school. Like, that's, that's non-negotiable. You know, it would, be, it would be crazy to let your 14-year-old your stop going to, well, I don't even think it's legal. But, you know, you just, you can't, that's not an option. I think, Lorenz, we should we should see faith on that with that same level of intensity, uh, particularly 
you know, the need to be at mass every Sunday. Um, I just think like, yeah, my kid, well, my, my, uh, 17 year old just got a job working at the gap at in the mall and he's now working sunday all day sunday well then you got to go saturday night uh well that's the only night he's got off okay well then then get another job um and again some people may think wow it's a little it's a little uh hard line or hardcore well i don't think it really is like it's one of the it's one of the commandments we've only got 10 and one of them is you got to honor the Sabbath. It doesn't say honor the Sabbath unless you got a job at the mall. It doesn't say honor, honor the Sabbath unless you're, you know, you got a, uh, you're in a tournament up in New England and uh, it's, the games are going all, all, all Sunday long. And, we, you know, then you're excused. Um, you know, we honor in our faith, we honor martyrs, uh, people who, who pay the ultimate price for Christ. Um, you walk into a church, pretty much any church you walk into, center stage, right at the 50-yard line, is going to be a, a crucifix, like a symbol of suffering, a symbol of sacrifice. Um, our faith isn't, it costs, you know. It's not, it's not just supposed to be easy and convenient. And I think what people are doing, what we've done way too much is we're just... You know, mass is good, and we'll get to mass when we can, when it fits, when it's convenient. That's just—it's not enough. It's not enough. Um, now, that's—I think—that's when you're talking to your younger kids. I think if I'm a 75-year-old dad and I've got a 40-year-old son who is not going to church, I mean, I can't talk to him the way I spoke to him when he was 14. Um, you you could, think, I mean, you could well, technically, you're right. I don't think you're going to get the, the best reaction right. for that. <laughs> and I think a lot of times, not only we, we do, I think parents do, you kind of, you kick into just sort of, you know, parent mode. And I think when it has to do with church, you know, the 40 year old reverts back to being a 16 year old. He hears dad just telling him you got to go to church. And then I was like, well, I'm an adult and don't be telling me. And I think what I think is real important in that scenario is mom and dad well this doesn't have to be just a parent thing this could be your, your, your friend you know your next door neighbor who sees you going to mass is kind of perplexed by that intrigued by that and one day they ask you like why do you go why do you go to mass um i think that's we have to answer that question when we're talking to adults whoever the adults are on a very different level it's i think we got to speak from why? Why do we go to church? If I'm talking to my 40-year-old kid, it can't just be because it's a sin if you don't go. Don't go. It can't be just, you know, uh, I'm disappointed with in you, or, or it can't be just, you know, you got kids now and you got to get them to church. Well, that's true, and it is a sin if you don't go. But they're not compelling. I wish they were compel. They were compelling enough reasons, but I don't think they are. I think what that mom or that dad's got to talk about is concrete time in their life when faith, prayer, the Eucharist absolutely made a difference. Now, they've got to talk about when they were sitting in a chapel in a hospital when somebody that they loved was seriously sick and they were scared and they went, they went to God for help. They found hope and support and power through faith. Or a time when, you know, I, 
somebody was out of work and it was getting scarier and scarier. And when they go to church, they just, they came out saying, we're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. They heard something at mass. They heard their heart was moved in a, in a, in a, in a particular lyric in a song. Maybe it was something the priest said. Maybe it was just the, the reception of the Eucharist, all of the above. But they got to talk about it. They got to, they got to speak from the heart about why this matters to them. It can't, like I said, just be, you know, you're being a bad parent if you're not bringing your kids to Mass, or, you know, you're committing a sin if you're not going. Um, those things aren't untrue, but I don't think they're going to, they're not going to, they're not going to win the argument, so. No, absolutely. Yeah, I think, I think you got a different approach for different folks. Well, uh, let me ask you this. Going back to the parent of the, of the young kids, uh, I've heard you said it a bunch of times. Uh, as you know, uh, my wife and I, we just had our first uh, newborn. And right. the thing we see a lot yes. when it comes to raising kids, it's uh, you got to be on the same page. you got to be on the same page. Uh, it, it's it, it's no shocker. You, you go into mass, and I, I want to say it's three to one, female to male. <laughs> you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Yeah. Um, um, even the holy hours that we have here in Long Beach. Uh, you, you have a great showing from the guys. And then you have an even better showing from from the women. Now, when it comes to uh, mom and dad coming to mass, can you, can you talk to the point of how important it is? And because I, I bring it up because you brought it up before, how important mm -hmm. it is for for the kids to see dad going also. And I, I know that there's statistical backing to it, but if you could speak to that too a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, again, these these are things that are. It's easy. It's easier to talk about it uh, on a podcast because I'm not sitting in front of uh, 250 people. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's just it's it's a little harder when you're, or a lot of times it's harder because you're when you're doing it when you when you're preaching you know live because you're just going to have people there that are that are hearing things and they're you know they're going to squirm a little bit or they're going to be they're going to be challenged and anyway here here's the here's the point. I, number one, you're right. I think I think you're right about the we have a we have a guy problem in the church. You know. You just have look at the ministries. Look at when people come up to uh, Eucharistic ministers come up from the pews at at time you know right after the sign of the peace. I mean it's it's almost always women. You know it's again yeah it's three or four to one uh, girls to guys. Um, I think you said it being on the same page. Um, I think you know you got you got a you you've got a, a kid at home. That that twelve year old who's at the point now where he or she just doesn't feel like going anymore, and if dad's not going, I mean, come on, that, that kid is all that kid has to do is say, well, why isn't dad going? Um, clearly, this mustn't be that big a deal. It mustn't be that important. And hey, it's never said, you know, dad's never going to say, oh, this is a waste of time, or you or you shouldn't be going, but his his absence implies that. Um, and I just think that makes the job of, of mom twice as more than twice as hard because it's there's just a lack of consistency. I mean, I'm grateful. I'm super grateful for you know the parents I had for for a thousand reasons. But one was you know I think faith. My father's faith was as important to him as my mother's was to her. Two different people. Um, two different. They expressed their faith in different ways. Sometimes I, I appreciated my mom's faith more than my dad's. Sometimes I needed my dad's. But having both was key. Having both was critical. Hey, I, I push this even further. I'd say when couples are dating, this should be a factor. 
you know, this should be when I'm when I do pre-cana, you know, marriage prep for couples. I'll say, hey, I just I think that there there are deal breakers. Um, we've all got them. We've all in relationships. You just there's certain things we say. Listen, I I just need this to be here in order to in order to spend the rest of my life with you. Uh, family issues, having kids, um, maybe career questions, in-laws. I mean, these are things that. You know, on some level, I think couples should always, you're always kind of, you're, you're, you're checking those, those questions out before you, you make a promise to another person. Um, I mean, even just in dating in general, I, I think faith, you know, faith should be a, a very important factor. If this, if faith doesn't matter to this guy or this girl, and I'm not saying, you know, I'd be done with the person, but if we're talking like long term, I think it's got, and I don't think it's a power thing. I don't think it's a, a control thing. I think it's a needs thing. It would be this. It'd be like, if I if I want to spend the rest of my life with you, and we're gonna have kids, which of course we want to, and I want I want faith to be a part of it. Like, I I need you to value faith, the other. Like, it's not like I'm demanding you do it. Or I'm forcing you to do it. It's like, I can't do this. I can't I can't enter into this, the authentically. If you're not there, you know, does that mean, you know, my uh, my spouse has to be on exactly the same page as me? Well, probably never completely on the same page. But in terms of, you know, uh, the value we place on faith, the value we place on the church, practically is what we're talking about. This is the question of the day. It's being, being at Mass. Like, it's got to be as important to the to the to the other as it is to ourselves. Um, so yeah, I think that's a that's a big thing. That's a big question. I mean, and here's another one or another point. Maybe I think it would be what are we inviting them to? Um, yeah, it's one thing to say you should be at mass and um, guys need to be at mass and and parents need to be making their kids go to church all we you know we've been talking about this now for 15 minutes it's all true i do think the church needs to be challenged you know it's like if we're gonna you know hey lorenz if you're gonna say if you're gonna uh you got buddies of yours that you went to college with or there's a couple who lives across the street from um you and katie and uh, they're, they're they're a great couple um you like them a lot you hang out with them but they're not going to church and you know they're catholic and they know you guys are sort of like the church couple on the block, and it comes up, say it comes up in conversation. I mean, of course you're gonna invite them. Um, but you know what? It's like, what are we inviting them to? Yes, you're inviting them to the Eucharist. Ultimately, bottom line, it's the Eucharist. It's Jesus in the sacrament, no question. However, what is that wrapped in? Like, what what is the Eucharist wrapped in? I mean, how is the Eucharist prayed and presented? and lived out in that hour on Sunday? Like, do, do I walk into a church where I feel welcome? You know, where there's a sense of, a strong sense of community? Uh, or am I sitting next to a bunch of zombies, so practically, people who barely even look at me? You know, to, at the sign of peace, they don't even wanna, they pretend they didn't see me, like, or just crazy stuff like that. Uh, you invite this couple to come to church, and if they walk in and if the music is like, painful, the music is, root canal listening to this person screeching out some song i'm like oh, oh god this is this isn't this isn't uplifting at all the homily like if it's if i don't if i don't understand what i'm hearing if it's if it's 
painful to sit through. Man, this is gonna be this is gonna be a tough sell for that couple, isn't it? You know, or whoever those people are. So there's also a challenge, a huge challenge on the part of the church. It's like that we have a like a solemn obligation, sacred obligation. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even in the in the homily that you said this past Sunday, uh, you talked about how back in the 50s, 60s, your church was your community, and that's how you defined yourself. That That's how you defined uh, who you were right. and, and what group you were a part of. Um, right. But uh, like you said, I mean, it seems like we've gotten away from that. But, uh, you know, some like you said, some churches were are, are trying to stride towards that sense of community again. Mm-hmm. I think so. Well, I know so. You know, where you, you I, I, <sighs> these are tough days. Like we're, we're, we're living in, we're living in days, you know, you don't have to watch the news too many nights in a row or, or, or read many articles before. It's, it's pretty obvious that, you know, we're living in a secular time. You know, there are voices and forces out there that are, you know, hostile toward faith. You know, the at a lot of levels, the education is increasingly skeptical of, of faith, and certainly higher education. Um, you know, you're considered sort of a an idiot. You're you're kind of simple-minded if you're, you know, you're you're a college kid and you and you go to church still, or you 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 believe in, in Catholic values, and you're you're 20 years old. Like there's just a unspoken and sometimes spoken. Um, sort of skepticism. So it's it's tough. Like we're we're living in a in a in a, in a time where there there is a lot of uh, of decline. And I think um, because of that, you know what I, what I you referenced it a minute ago. Like in the old days, uh, I was talking about when my, my mother when my parents were kids. It was your parish was sort of it was your identity and. Um, I think today it's got to be, it may not be the parish you live in, boundary-wise. Like where your parish is, you know, there may not be a whole lot going on there because of maybe this, this period of decline. We don't have as many priests as we used to. We have, we have more foreign-born priests because we're not, we're not producing from within. So because of that, you know, these are great men, these are great priests, but you, you got cultural challenges, you got language barriers, which make getting a homily, you know, sticking with a homily tough. Um, so I, what, I, what I say a lot is um, you got to go where you're fed. You got to go where you're being fed. Um, I used to say this when I was doing, when I, if I was speaking to, like I mentioned before, pre-Cana, a bunch of engaged couples, I'd say, um, Listen, wherever you guys are going to be living, check out the five or six Catholic parishes within, I don't know, a 15-minute drive. Um, in those five or six, you're going to find you're going to find a solid place. You're probably going to find more than a solid place, but you'll you're going to get a place where there is that community where the preaching is is is, is quality, where the music is is awesome, um, and if that happens not to be within the you know your parish boundaries get in your car and go 10 minutes further 15 minutes further um, to be fed um, you know here here in Long Beach where we live you know as you know uh, a 
across the street, almost almost across the street and down two blocks is a movie theater. Um, and they got move, four movies playing pretty much all the time. If there was a movie, Lorenz, that you and I wanted to see this Friday night, a particular movie, um, well, the first thing we're probably going to do is check out to see if it's playing locally for obvious reasons. It'd just be convenient. But if it's not, say it's not there, um, 12 minutes away, 14 minutes away in Rockville Center, there's another movie theater. Say the movie we want to see is playing there. I mean, come on. We're going we're to get in the car and we're going to drive there because we want, there's something that we want. There's this, you know, there's this, there's this movie. You wouldn't say, all right, let's just go to one of these movies that are playing locally. I mean, I don't, I don't want to see it. Uh, I don't even think they're particularly good, but it's right where I live. Like, you just wouldn't do that. Um, I think we need to approach parishes that way. Um, I think, you know, and, I, and I, I think at the same time, and you, you know, you try to work within, you try to challenge a parish. If something's lacking where you, your place is, well, maybe you, you can be the force of, of uh, reform, a force of change, a positive force. Sometimes you can, um, sometimes you can't. You know, sometimes it's just not, you know, you just realize this is just not, it's a leadership question, uh, it's a leadership deficit in all honesty, and then, then you just say, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna go to a place where, where we are inspired. Um, and, and if that means being a little more committed and having a little more sacrifice, distance, whatever, we're going to do it. So, yeah. you know, challenge on, on every level. The kids got to be challenged. The adult parents got to be challenged. Churches, the church, parishes have to be challenged. Um, well, Father, don't fault me for some uh, self-promotion here. But if you're down here in Long Beach or even here on Long Island, uh, even in Queens here, I mean, we're heading into May. And in a couple months... Uh, we, we've got the beach mass here in Long Beach. You know, over the past couple of years, we've seen literally thousands of people come down. Uh, let's just take that for an example. Uh, using that beach mass, do you think that might be like a good stepping stone to get some of our friends and family back to mass? Do you, or do you think that might just be a short-term solution, maybe a little bit of both? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Um, something like a beach mass or maybe just a big event to, uh, to get these... Um, <laughs> friends and family who haven't been back sure. to church in a while. I think it is both. I, th I think it is both. Um, practically, it, uh, the beach mass, you know, that, and that's what we have down here. Um, we're lucky. We live, you know, we live a couple of blocks from, from the ocean. So it's taking advantage, number one, of like, you know, a unique aspect of, of our environment. Um, other parishes potentially could do something similar. I mean, everybody's not next to the ocean, but you know, maybe there's something else that could be kind of a unique draw. What I think is kind of neat about the Beach Mass is it, it's an easy thing, it's easy to invite people to the Beach Mass. I think a lot of times, you know, people are afraid to talk about church. Those adult parents who have brought up the fact that they're, they're uh, I mean, the elderly parents of adult kids, that their their adult kids aren't going to Mass, aren't raising their grandkids particularly with faith, you know, it becomes a very sore uh, topic, a very t uh, tense kind of awkward conversation about they're not going to church. And I think a lot of times, or if it's, again, if you know, it's just a friend or a neighbor or somebody you work with, 
it's an easier one to just say, hey, listen, there's this pretty cool mass, and it's, it's on the, you, you literally, your, your feet are in the sand, you bring, a, you bring a beach chair with you, and just the, the setting is not to be believed, and again, these other pieces, the critical pieces, you know, with great music and hopefully a pretty good message. Um, that's, I think you get, I know I've heard people say it's like, it's an, it's an it's easier, to, it's easier to broach that topic about church attendance when you've got a mass like that. The hope is, you know, well, number one, they go, and then something gets sparked. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a spark that it, people, they come there next week and then they say, you know what, this is, I feel good. I feel good when I'm here. I feel it's like the feeling you get when you go to the gym or you leave in the gym. It's like I should be doing this. I haven't been doing it, or but I'm feeling good now that I that I did this thing. Um, you know, is it is it a short term thing? Yeah, sometimes it is. There are there are some people who, yeah, they get really into going to the beach mass and they do it for eight or ten Sundays and then and then they don't. You know. Um, but I don't think that's a reason not to do it, because I also know there are other people for whom that hasn't been the case. People who weren't going at all to Mass, they were riding their bike on the, on the boardwalk. They were going for a run on the boardwalk. They see the crowd. They're like, what the heck is going on here? They stop. They give it a listen, and they came back. And two years later, they're going to Mass every Sunday. Um, now, is that... Hundreds of people who are doing that? No. Is it is it huge percentages? No. But you know what? If you get it, you get a, a you get a, a couple of people each year. You get a, a few percentage points more of people going who weren't. You do that over five years. That starts to become not a small number. Um, and I think it's I think it's what we're called to do. You know, Jesus sent the apostles out. He didn't send word to the people to come to the apostles. He's told these guys to get up and go out, and to go out and meet the people. I mean, Pope Francis talks about it all the time, about the outskirts. You know, you need we need to go out and to the people. And if you happen to live in a beach town uh, in July and August, that's where the people are. So if we can uh, reverently and authentically provide the Eucharist our greatest moment as a church to the people there, that's a good thing. Um, and it has been, hasn't it? You know, it's, it's, it's just been a, I think it's been a, a great experience of, of uh, evangelization. Definitely. Uh, well, Father, you've given us a lot of great information. Uh, getting everybody back to church, that's, that's the name of the game for sure. Uh, but before we go, uh, before we wrap up, any final words on this topic? Hey, I, uh, you know, maybe, but just, I, I think we've always got to be in a, in a kind of a invitation mode. We, we, we've, we got to be inviting people. We got to be willing to, um, become more comfortable. I think, uh, talking to people about faith, like, I think, you know, what we're doing here, like, you know, maybe, maybe the initial thing is telling somebody who's not at mass to check out this podcast um, or, or, or things like this, you know, more contemporary ways of, of talking, talking the gospel. Um, and then from that, I just think if things are done well, it's going to lead to the Eucharist. Um, but we got to be willing to kind of 
to talk about it. So maybe that's it, you know, invitation and kind of just the willingness to, uh, to speak about Jesus. Absolutely. Great. Well, Father, thanks again for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Hey, thank you. This is great. All right. Don't forget you can listen to Father's Gospels and homilies in past episodes. And if you've got a question for Father Brian, please send it to beachcatholicpodcast at gmail.com. Again, you can connect with us at facebook.com slash beachcatholicpodcast. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. And definitely feel free to share with your loved ones. We'll be back next week, and until then, God bless.